Self-talk is also maintenance. It requires maintenance every single day. Welcome to the maiden voyage of Empower Through It. I'm going to drop a little bit of history for you right now so you understand how this podcast came to be. Quite honestly, it unfurled right from the center of my heart. I have always thought that the pain and the sorrow from forcing myself to create my own closures in life must have to result in a better life for someone else. So that is how this podcast came to be. The name is a reflection of the power inside you. It's a take on the phrase, power through it. You can empower through it because you have all the tools at your disposal. Sometimes they're buried inside you. You might not have seen them for a long time, but I am assuring you, you were born with them. I'm assuring you that your pain is the sharpening stick that you sharpen your weapons for survival on. Maybe that sounded a little bit graphic, but your pain hones you and it can make you more aware. It can give you more clarity and it certainly can be a gift for you. I was talking to somebody today and I said, it was my mom and I said, you know, asking why has never really worked for me. Why did this happen? It's never really worked for me. What has worked for me is saying, What am I supposed to do with that? And that is what this podcast is all about. What are you supposed to do with the human experience? Before we get started, and if you're familiar with my other podcasts, go book yourself. You'll know that I have to give a shout out to our sponsor. My sponsor is always, until further notice, the parent company of J. Hill Creative. So we're sending sending some mad love to them today. When you need a book or must-have content creation, must-have content creation. I was trying to sound like Frankenstein there because it is October. We're nearing Halloween. Check out jhillcreative.com. That's jhill1lcreative.com. I thought it was fitting to do the first episode on self-talk because this is where we start and end. We start and end in self-talk because we can use our self-talk for the greatest achievements in our lives, whether those are external or internal achievements. This is the catalyst. It is the catapult of our own potential. Self-talk can also be a tool to dig you right into the ground It's understanding how to unleash that power, how to wield it in your life. And I felt that this was important to springboard off this topic. Self-talk is also maintenance. It requires maintenance every single day. And so we're going to touch on that too. Self-talk is the loudest voice. It can be. Sometimes we don't make it that way, but it is supposed to be the loudest voice of our lives. It is supposed to be the governing voice of our lives. Some people call it our conscience. Some people call it just the voice in their heads. Maybe you're lucky and you have several voices in your heads. I feel like I do sometimes. Sometimes we don't allow that power to come out through our voice. Sometimes we don't feel 
confident enough in ourselves and our inner core. And we look to other people to be our voice. And that's one thing we're going to be talking about as well. That will be a common theme that runs through this podcast is how do we make our self-talk louder? How do we make our conscience louder? How do we make it healthier? And I have to issue a disclaimer. I'm not a therapist, but I am a therapy veteran. Sometimes I feel like that it's a little bit more credible depending on the therapist you've seen. Sometimes you can see some amazing, astounding therapists that can really help push you and move you past some blockages. I've had just a handful of those in my life. I haven't had many. But when you get lucky and you find a good therapist and keep going until you find them, by the way, advocate for yourself, then you can feel like you have the tools to move on and live your life in a better direction. It's another reason that I'm sharing this podcast with you. It really has been on my heart for a very long time. Everything that I want to talk about is just spilling out of me like I just knocked over a glass of water on the table. So we want to make that self-talk voice loud. It's protective. It's confident. It's robust. We are solely in charge of it. And it's interesting, based on what I just said, we are solely in charge of it, but it can be affected by other people. Because if we believe the garbage and the nastiness that sometimes other people can dish out to us, that will affect our self-talk. But there is no one else who is in charge of improving that. So if you're waiting for somebody around you who's really negative, maybe they're a pessimist, maybe they're a one-upper, maybe they're a narcissist, whatever the case is, if you're waiting for that person to change so that you then change, so that you then feel good about yourself, that's just not going to happen. What has to happen is you have to say, I understand that I am the person in charge of this. I am the one who is going to be giving myself messages. There's nobody else who applied for the job. Nobody else wants it. And you don't want to be responsible for anybody else's voice in their head either. So it's a very sacred honor to be in charge of your self-talk. Self-talk and that voice inside you can be frightening to get to know because it does contain all the power we need. And so People, in my eyes, are polarities. Well, if there's good, there has to be evil. If there's sour, there has to be sweet. If there's fast, there has to be slow. We are conditioned to always look for the opposite. So if somebody says, hey, you have all the power inside you to do anything and be anything, naturally, we want to look to the opposing side. Well, what about the other side? If I have a light side, I must have a dark side. And what's that going to do? And sometimes we can fixate on that. And sometimes we can get afraid of that. Maybe we don't want to meditate because of that. We don't want to get to know that piece of ourself. This is a muscle that you must flex every single day. And you have to do the exercises for it so you can steer your life in the right direction. Because it does steer your life. And you will learn just as quickly as I can turn it on and make it positive, I can also turn it off and make it negative. But even when I'm in the throes of negativity, 
I can turn that off too and go right back to positive. That is a phenomenal grasp of our mind. And it will come through practice. When it comes through practice and you get good at it, you can steer your life in the direction that you want to go. If you don't want to work on your self-talk, you will also find your life steered in a direction that you don't want to go. So you have to be present for you and you have to be present for your self-talk. And I know the inevitable question is, well, what do I do if it's out of control? What do I do if I, I've conditioned myself or I haven't worked on my self-talk? And so, or maybe I'm around a lot of sarcastic people. And as we get to know each other, you'll hear that I believe sarcasm is anger's cousin. And you've probably heard that before. There's a time and a place for it. It can be funny sometimes. It can also be very hurtful. It can also position you to think certain ways in your life. So what do you do if it's out of control? I want to tell you I was a veteran of this. I would tell people I'm the reason disclaimers are written. I would tell people, well, some people get to have families and some people don't. I would tell people I wasn't born under a lucky star. I would tell people I don't understand why I've had all these struggles. And somebody would say, well, something good is coming for you. And I would go, not for me, because that doesn't happen to me. And I told myself that over and over and over and over again until I believed it, until it became a part of my DNA. But I got tired of hurting and I got tired of running away and not solving problems, not holding myself accountable so my life would get better. I got very, very tired of it. I got tired of my excuses and I said, you are going to change because waiting around for everybody else to change has not worked. And every day you wake up and you are not happy. So what are you going to do about it? And that's when I started saying, you know what? I'm going to choose me. I'm going to choose me every single day and I'm going to be nice to me. I'm going to be nice to me. Just because other people haven't been able to be nice to me or love me the way that I felt I needed to be loved or went away, or I pushed them away, or whatever the case is, that doesn't mean that I'm not a good person. That doesn't mean that I'm not lovable. And I think this is something that afflicts good people. You can say, I'm so confused. I'm living a contrasted life. I am a good person, but I'm miserable. And if I am a good person, why aren't I lovable? Well, you are. And the hard fact is, sometimes you have to choose who's in your life, especially when you're strengthening up your self-talk. You have to say, you know what, maybe I'm going to take a break for a minute from negativity from people who think a certain way. I'm going to maybe take a break for a minute because I have to get familiar again with hearing my own voice and what it sounds like. So that when I hear it, I can say, is it saying the right things to me? My voice was not saying the right thing to me, and it was out of control all the time. It was very negative. So I started getting very clear on some truths in my life. You are smart. 
You can do anything. You are creative. You are a good mother. You are a good partner. You are a good human being. You're having a human experience. So, doing this, obviously, like anything else, you don't go from zero to 100%. You're going to try. Maybe you'll hit 70%, then you'll hit 90%, then you'll hit 80%, then you'll hit 50%. But the point is that you keep trying. And I would tell myself, you are a good person. Every day when I'd wake up, you are a good person, you're going to have a good day. You are a good person, you're going to have a good day. Something would come up, something wouldn't come through, I wouldn't get a promotion. Somebody couldn't see me in the light I wanted to be seen. Then it was time for self-talk. What in the heck am I going to say to myself? Inevitably, the nastiness would start to rise to the surface. Well, you're just a piece of crap. You're never going to amount to anything. You know you're not smart. You're not ever going to get that promotion. You're not ever going to have that kind of love. You're not going to have that loyalty. Just wait. Everything ends. I would say these terrible things to myself and condemn myself. So I knew this was going to happen. I had to prepare. I had to answer the lie. What answer are you going to give your lie? I started right away. You know that's not true. You're saying that because you're upset right now and you really wanted this thing and you didn't get it. You know that's not true. You're saying that because you're having an argument right now. That doesn't mean that you're not capable of love or that you don't deserve it. Every lie I answered with, you know that's not true, and I filled in the blank with what was the truth, and I did it over and over and over again, and I did it in every single aspect of my life, in parenting, in my romantic life, in my work life, in my life with my family, extended family, friends, interacting out in the public, Whatever it was, when I came up against something that challenged my true belief of who I was and am, I had a response ready. Some people call this an aspect of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. I did not even realize this. I just realized I need to shut down these thoughts very quickly until they ran rampant all over me. Another thing that you can do is when these nasty thoughts start to come up, you can say, cancel, cancel, cancel. A lot of people do that or they say, stop. Stop that thought in its tracks. Whatever you do, just make sure you're consistent. Answering the lie worked for me. But the most important Thing that you need to do and the most important habit that you need to adapt is the daily maintenance. We have to stop this fits and starts mentality and routine and get into the daily maintenance of it where you're telling yourself who you are, that you deserve great things. I don't care if you feel silly. I don't care if you look in the mirror and say, hey, look at you. Going to have an amazing day because you're an amazing person. That is what you need to do. You are in charge of you, a wonderful, amazing, incredible, astounding, miraculous human being who beat the odds to be there. I think it's time we act like that. A fun little trick that helped me, 
And I'll give you this last little tip before it's time for us to part ways until next week. This was an exercise that I did. It made me laugh at myself in, in the best way, in a healthy way. I would leave messages for myself if I had to remember to schedule a vet appointment. I would leave a message and I would say, Hey, it's me calling you, you awesome sauce person. I just wanted to let you know, make sure that you schedule Bobert's appointment. I know you won't forget because you're an incredible pet owner and an incredible dog grandma. So I know you're not going to forget, but I just wanted to tell you, I hope you have an awesome day that's as awesome and amazing as you. And then I would send it to myself and I would forget I sent it sometimes. I would find it later and it made me feel so good. And it gave me such a reminder that I was doing the best that I could to take care of me. And sometimes that's all we need is that reminder in the days when it feels like I'm trying so hard and it feels like we're failing. We just give ourselves a little boost can mean all the difference in the world. Thank you so much for joining me on the very first episode of Empower Through It. That's our time. Until we meet again, commit to feeling, then healing. I'll be back in a week to delve into the power of you. And remember, no matter what life dishes out, you can empower through it.